0: Cognitive science is very specific, it's very clear, and you really have to pay attention to what is the learning goal? What are you really trying to achieve? So what I was realizing at the same time, I'm trying to implement these modules with my teacher candidates. I, too, needed to make some shifts in how I was delivering instruction. So it was a struggle at first.
1: That's Andrea Foster, a longtime educator who lives in Houston. She was a teacher in K through 12 classrooms for 16 years, and then jumped to the collegiate level to train teacher candidates, the people training to become teachers. And she's been doing that for the last 20 years. Many would call her an expert educator. Two years ago, the dean of the School of Education at Sam Houston State University, where she teaches, called her and asked her to lead a new project.
0: You just don't say no. You just say, okay. And believe it or not, I heard the word science. And I thought, well, anything with the word science in it is going to be great.
1: She was being asked to work with Deans for Impact to learn more about learning science, the science of how our minds work. Deans for Impact is a national nonprofit with a mission of improving how teachers are prepared. The organization's goal is simple. If more instructors at schools of education understand the cognitive science around how we learn, they can relay that to teacher candidates. Then those teachers will go into a classroom and better instruct their students. I'm Claire McInerney, a journalist and former education reporter, And I'm hosting this podcast series about the Learning by Scientific Design program at Deans for Impact. Deans for Impact believes understanding how we all learn makes teachers better at their jobs. But cognitive science is not emphasized in many teacher prep programs, so DFI has worked with teacher prep programs for years to bring that missing piece. So what is Learning by Scientific Design? How is it being taught to educators? And what is the impact on our country's education system? In this episode, we're going to talk about what the Learning by Scientific Design Network is by talking to the educators involved in the program, which brings us back to Andrea Foster at Sam Houston State. Her boss, the dean of the school, has just asked her to start working with deans for impact. She's given reading materials to learn about cognitive science, and she starts attending regular Zoom calls with DFI staff and other professors around the country to talk about this research. All of this is focused on how to be an effective teacher, which kind of struck a nerve.
0: It was a struggle. You really want the truth? Because especially my other teammates and I, were pretty seasoned in the work that we do. And I think at university level, professors get their courses in place, and I'm just going to speak for myself. <laughs> but I do the sort of the same thing every semester, just change the dates and the deadlines, right? And it works.
1: All of a sudden, she's being told her way of teaching future teachers might not be the most effective but she was open to learning. And this initial hurdle is very common in the Learning by Scientific Design program.
2: So a large part of our work is just helping them to understand what this work is.
1: That's Amber Willis, a program director at Deans for Impact, who works with groups like the one Andrea was in.
2: And we do that in several ways. And so... We provide them with the research behind the work that we do. We show them examples of what this work looks like through videos and have them analyze that and to really pull it apart to see like what does this work look like in action in the classroom.
1: The main goal of understanding how a child's mind works is so a teacher can engage any student at any learning level and make sure they're learning what they need to and making sure it sticks. Deans for Impact calls that deepening meaning, and it's one piece of the Learning by Scientific Design program, and it's an important one. Here's Amber again.
2: And so we have three teacher actions that we think teachers can do to really support students in deepening their understanding of a particular content.
1: The first teacher action is called attention to meaning, or just keeping students focused on the most important content. That was a big wake-up call for Shannon Hammond, another participant in the program, who works at National Lewis University in Chicago.
0: And if there's a lot of information coming at us, any one individual is going to like pick up something, right? But if we want to make sure that they're picking up the like thing we want them to learn, then we have to make sure that like we're being as explicit as possible with that and that we're not creating and implementing distractors essentially.
1: She looked at how she might be distracting her own students, the teacher candidates, and adjusted her instruction.
0: I want them to know everything about being an effective teacher, but in a 10-week course, you can't do that. And so making sure that I am really clear on my outcome of what is the most important thing I want my candidate to learn in that class.
1: The second principle DFI teaches is the idea of examples, and non-examples. This helps K-12 through students understand the subject matter at hand. A very simple example would be an early elementary class learning about birds. The teacher might tell them that the traits of a bird compared to other animals is that they have wings. Introducing a non-example would be asking the kids why an airplane is not a bird. That non-example helps solidify what the child is supposed to be learning. What are the traits of a bird? And lastly, one of the more complex ideas these faculty learn about is called effortful thinking. Here's Amber from Deans for Impact defining it.
2: What questions or tasks can you provide to students to get them to think deeply and process particular ideas and concepts?
1: Leah Brown teaches at the University of Alaska Fairbanks and says she learned a lot about effortful thinking through her work in the cohort. A key strategy for creating effortful thinking is asking students good questions about the lessons. When Leo was learning about this, she reflected on the ways she asked questions when she was back in the K-12 through classroom, or how she saw colleagues do it. The
0: classic teacher throws out a question to the class, and a couple kids blurt out the answer, and then it's always like that. It's just, you see that in every classroom, and, and it becomes a habit for the teacher and the class It becomes this dialogue between the teacher and just those one or two eager students.
1: Learning about cognitive science taught Leah that a better practice would be to randomly call on students. If the students know that's gonna happen, then they might all be more prepared with an answer rather than assuming the eager students will participate. Leah said the cohort also learned how to ask more thoughtful questions about the lesson at hand, like asking students to compare and contrast ideas or relate it to previous lessons. The other part of effortful thinking is creating activities to deepen the learning. This was something that every single participant in the Deans for Impact program brought up as a major learning moment. That's because there are so many games, projects, and activities that teachers do in the classroom to make a lesson more exciting. But having fun doesn't necessarily mean a student is learning. Teachers have to consider what their students are thinking about when they do a task. Leah says part of effortful thinking is making sure all activities promote deep learning as well as give the students something fun to do. And once she started learning about cognitive science, she saw how she could have done better when she was in the classroom and tries to bring that awareness to her teacher candidates.
0: So much of what I did and what I know some of my students do is go to teachers, pay teachers and just say, oh, okay, I'm supposed to be teaching density tomorrow. Well, here's a really fun thing. I'm just going to give this to them. It's about density, but it's not aligned to what is it you want them to know about density? What is it important for them to understand? How am I going to develop that? How, how does this learning goal align with this activity Align with this assessment?
1: Now she and teacher candidates are armed with more information. The teachers can look at an activity and know if it's gonna help the student grasp a concept. Andrea, the professor in Houston, says even though she was a little skeptical at first, she now deeply believes in this work. She also believes every teacher should understand cognitive science. Her advice to people new to this work, have an open mind.
0: Because I was really at a point where I thought, have I been doing this wrong? (laughs) all these years, I certainly can make this better. And so that took work, it took time.
1: Andrea committed to learning. She worked with her Deans for Impact mentor, and now she's helping Sam Houston State rewrite their curriculum. Eventually, all teacher candidates who come through the program will learn these elements of learning science, and hopefully take it to their future classrooms to help their students have fun and learn. Deans for Impact is a national nonprofit focused on improving teacher preparation. You can learn more about DFI's work at deansforimpact.org.